All right. Now you're back with Back to the 80s. That was Culture Club with Kama 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 Chameleon. Oh, what a great song. Uh, you know what else is great? Just having this time to spend with you and take a trip back to the 80s. Uh, a time when Aquanet was on every shelf. It was the vibration of every party and club. But the time where fluorescent clothing was the cat's pajamas and everybody had their gear to go. A time when the 80s ladies were rocking those shoulder pads and boy did they look hot. Uh, this is your jock for the evening, Ken Jeans. I'm sitting in for Toscano and Chang tonight. Uh, I think they have a little bit of the COVID or maybe a little bit too much to drink. But uh, hey, hold on. Somebody's calling the line right now. Hold on. Hey, how you doing? You've reached Ken Jeans right here sitting in for Toscano and Chang at Back to the 80s. Who am I talking to? Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. Uh, uh, this is Blaze. Blaze Richards. I'm calling from Fontana. Uh, Hi, Fontana, Blaze. California. Hi. Hi. I'm on the, uh, am I on back to, the Back to the 80s? Blaze, you are live on air uh, right now, and we are. You're calling me, and I'm in the studio where Toscano and Chang make their magic here at Back to the 80s. Now, now, Blaze, uh, what did you think of that last track we played by Boy George? Is that not a shoes stomping song, my friend? Oh, uh, it, it was great. It was great, man. I wish I would have heard it though. But uh, you know what? I, I, I'm here. I'm playing some Nintendo. I still play Nintendo. I'm, I'm about you know 49. And um, I'm here in my mom's basement. Oh, you sound like you're maybe well, 20. Well, I, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Um, but uh, I'm playing over here in my mom's basement. You know, my mom's not here, of course. Uh, mm. You know, she, she passed uh, a while ah, back ago. Oh, but I live with my foster. Oh, I, I live with my foster parents. Um, yeah. They, foster You're Wait a minute. You're, you're 49 and you have foster parents? Uh, no, their name is Jim yeah. and Angie Foster. And, uh, uh, you yeah. know, I, I just rent, I rent their basement. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, bottom line is I was playing here a little bit of Nintendo, and I'm listening to, to you yeah. to the show. I love your show. Thank you. And uh, I love those two two goofballs. I love those two goofballs. Oh, they're, they're just great. Anyway, uh, but as I was playing Nintendo, I said, you know, why don't, you, why don't you just call in, request a song? And you know what? I've never won anything. I've never gone through to any radio station, and I was thinking, what could be better than to call in on New Year's? So what did I win? Well, you know what you won? You won a free request. Oh, come on, tell me. You're, you won a free request of any song that you want. Did you say want. a finger request? It's a free request. That means you get to request oh, free request. any song that you want from the 80s. You can request it. You can dedicate it. And we're going to send you a bottle of a can of Aquanet, personally signed by Toscano and Chang. And I'm going to sign ah. the back. And uh, if Aquanet. I could... If I could talk to the boys, I'm going to give them, uh, get them to give you a uh, a shirtless selfie. What do you think about that, Blaze? Oh, that's awesome. And I wish I had hair, too, so I could use the Aquanet, but maybe I could use it to, like, to, like put together all my models. I use spaceships, and I'm creating right now Star Trek, and, oh, man, I've got this main spaceship, the USS Transport. It's not the original, because I got it from, oh, from a different store, you know, the 99-cent store. No, no, Blaze... Say? Uh, Blaze, do you have a girlfriend? Do you want to dedicate a song uh, to your special yeah. lady? Her name is Candy. My, my oh, girlfriend's okay. name is Candy. And, Candy. Uh, well, she doesn't know she's my girlfriend yet, but she will one of these days. Wow. I mean, after she nice. gets a divorce, though. After she gets a divorce. 
Well, she sounds delicious. So, uh, Candy, this next song is going out to you right here from Ken Jeans. You're sitting in for Discutta with Jack. Well, I'm sorry. What are you going to be playing? Um, uh, if I sound a little ramped up, if I sound a little hyped up, a little a bit excited, um, I just bought a cappuccino machine, and uh, oh. I just had 13 cups of cappuccino today, and two espresso. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. I'm, my I'm God. Little, that's a little a, that's an equivalent to a bag of blow. Now, Blaze, this song goes out to Candy, and this is Candy Over the Cars. You are listening to Back to the 80s, and I'm Ken G. Take it away, Rick, okay, sir? I'm so scared. I wish I had a ham sandwich to calm my nerves. <laughs> we gotta, like, find a place to hide. Where you going, fuzzy face? Back to the end. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. Oh, wait for me. You are tuned in to Back to the 80s. I'm Toscano from Toscano and Chang. Welcome into the new year. Finally, 2021. You know, this year seemed like it took a whole decade, Chang. I mean, we're, we're finally here. We're done. 2020 is done. And I hope never to see it, not even history books. You know what? The good thing about 2020, the orange great pumpkin is out of the house. Join us, Toscano and Chang. We're here reminding you guys that we're here every single Friday to introduce the 80s to a whole new generation. It's been a lot of fun. You know, we started the show in 2020, about mid-2020, and I just can't believe how much it's grown so far. We're just so grateful, and it's all thanks to you, the 80s fans out there. We also want to remind you guys that we do have a Facebook page, and Chang, tell them about our Patreon page as well. And if you kind people out there want to donate anything that you possibly can, I know times are tough out there. Uh, All of us are waiting for some type of a stimulus check or maybe a a smack to the back of the head. But uh, if you're fortunate enough to uh, have a couple of bucks in there and you want to contribute to the show and help us make the show a little bit better and bring you better programming, maybe some more uh, segments, maybe we can bring you some music. Just hit us on our Patreon page, and remember to leave a little message besides whatever you can donate, and remember to hit us on our Facebook page. Uh, Let us know what either made you changry back in the 80s, something that made you happy. Give us your best song back then, and uh, we'll, we'll figure a way to get it up. Just keep hitting us, and remember, if you like what you hear and you like what you see, Tell a friend, almost like the commercials back in the 80s. You remember Stephanie Edwards? Oh, yeah. Tell a friend. Seeing that the uh, New Year's is going to be so uh, different than all the other New Year's in the past, uh, we just want to go ahead and I'll reiterate what you said. We're here to make you laugh every Friday. Uh, Whatever day you pop us on, we guarantee you're going to give you a laugh. Uh, We try not to take things too serious here. And we do try and, and, and clown around a lot with political views. And just little uh, tidbits of information we may give you. We don't really care what you believe in. We just care that you're having a good time. Now, Toscano. Yes, sir. What is the Toscano tribe going to be doing on this uh, 
kind of subdued New Year's Eve extravaganza. Well, I'll tell you that we're basically staying home as we have for quite some time as we did for Christmas as well. But on that note, you know, now that it's the new year, 2021, which, by the way, if you or anybody from the 80s, we only dreamt and maybe heard stories about what the what the 2020s were going to be like. And all we could do is imagine, you know, it's funny because some of the movies back then, even earlier on from movies from the 50s and 60s, they portrayed the future as so futuristic, even more than what it is. And it's really not like that. I mean, there it, we have advanced quite a bit in the area of technology and stuff that we don't even know about. As far as flying cars and living like the Jetsons, no, that never happened, or at least not yet. Many of the New Year's traditions, now that we are New Year, that we take for granted actually date from ancient times. This year is probably going to be different for a lot of people because of the COVID situation, right? But I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about what are all the different New Year's celebration traditions that are around the world. Do you guys do any of those traditions or have you done any of those traditions in the past? Family traditions have changed quite a bit for the Chang man and his family, especially seeing that uh, any kind of uh, childhood uh, events that we used to hold on the holidays have ceased now. And that's all because everyone has gotten older and pretty much passed on. But as for the Chang clan, all my girls are all married and gone except for the youngest. She's 25 living on her own. Uh, we don't get together and celebrate as a family anymore now with COVID. Uh, this is going to be a, a very odd uh, uh, holiday for me and Mrs. Chang. But we just got through Christmas as best we can. There's really nothing I can say that I could add that we're going to probably do the same that we've always done, except let's see, Chang here will probably drink heavily. I'll probably uh, sing uh, some songs along with my TV, or I'll put my stereo on and I'll sing along. I'll probably uh, pretend that uh, I'm uh, dropping the ball. But, <laughs> but you're uh, not going to be eating the, 12 grapes at midnight. No, I won't be eating 12 grapes, but I'll be eating 12 Oreo cookies. Oh, that's what you do. And them to look like grapes. I think, if anything, maybe uh, maybe I'll go down to the local Catholic church and steal me some wine and uh, possibly uh, have a couple of glasses of that uh, good Jesus blood wine. And, you know, hopefully I get so lit that uh, I can walk on water. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because I never pictured you as a wine drinker. Well, you know, I was quite the wine drinker when I was younger, and this was probably oh, really? the age. Uh, yes, I'd say from 11 to 13, <laughs> uh, during my time as an altar boy. I, uh, oh, okay, I see. Many, many of the wines in back. You know, sometimes you have to get up early and you have to serve a mass or a funeral or uh, a wedding, and, you know, you get a little hungry, so you have a couple of those little crackers, and you wash them down with a little bit of that wine, and... And then you're blessed for the day. Uh, now, I'm wondering, uh, the wine that you had when you were a kid, was it, was it uh, now that the Catholic priest, did they have that, that big fat jug of, what was it, Ernesto think, Gallo, that cheap wine? I think it was like, Ernesto Gallo, yes. <laughs> it's like $4 uh, a, a bottle. matter of fact, I recall uh, getting some of those big green bottles of wine and having to, uh, you know, fill the uh, sacred cup. Right. I remember right. that. I, I remember <laughs> the thing that I found odd in, in Catholic school is they had a Las Vegas night, and the priests, nuns, and parents were totally ripped out of their minds every <laughs> every event that they had of that. Uh, kind of a, kind of kooky, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know, it's interesting because around the world they have all kinds of traditions. Some are okay, you know, some we can identify with, and some are just totally something that we had never heard of or would ever do. For example, in ancient Thailand, guns were fired to frighten off demons. I'm looking at an article in the Farmer's 
almanac.com and it doesn't really say a year or anything. But they also say that in Denmark, they throw plates and glasses against each other's front doors to banish bad spirits. Are you serious? Now, that reminds me of growing up in the barrio, because, of course, you know, the Chang is uh, from the barrio. I remember gunshots going off into the air and things getting thrown at uh, doors. And That was probably the going... Thai people and the, and the Danish. Oh, man. You see, you see, back back where I came from, it was usually a cholo. Hey, homie, put that away, bro. I'm on parole, homie. I just got out. Eh? I can't have no farm. I shouldn't even be hanging here, fool. Get me another beer, eh? Where's your old lady, Rosa? In China, obviously fireworks mm, uh, yes. to uh, rout the forces of darkness. In Ecuador, it's a tradition to burn effigies of famous people to destroy the bad juju from past year and to start a fresh year. We could use that here in the States about right now. Yeah, yeah. In the early American colonies, the sound of a pistol rang out through the air. And today, of course, many watch the TV because they want to watch the ball drop from New York's Times Square. By the time you guys listen to the show, it's New Year's and the ball has already dropped. So I'm wondering, how is it going to be different this year? Because you're not supposed to be going out in public. Uh, I'm a little scared for what's going to happen afterwards. When we come back, we're going to be talking about some of those traditions involving food. So get your stomachs ready, because Toscano and Chang, Back to the 80s, we'll be right back. Like a creature of the night. Back to the 80s. Now, if it's totally tubular, rad, or awesome, it's on Back to the 80s. Welcome back. Happy holidays to Back to the 80s. This is Chang sitting here beside my favorite Italian stallion, Toscano. The show's topic today is New Year's. That's right, New Year's. One thing is I have a New Year's resolution that I would like uh, to put out there on behalf of myself or you and our our listeners. All right, what's that? that I really think I need to do. I am going to refrain from being a jackass (laughs) from New Year's Eve. On And uh, hopefully all of you can chime in on our Facebook and, and keep tabs and say, Chang, have you been a jackass? And I will refer uh, my answer to you will, will be a yay or a nay. But uh, that is my New Year's resolution, to not be a jackass. Toscano, what's your New Year's resolution? You know, my New Year's resolutions will be to enjoy life every single mm-hmm. day. And aside from COVID, you know, job problems, money problems sometimes, you lose track of time. And you lose, yes, you, you should be enjoying your life. But because yes, of the concerns of our life, we, we fail to do that. When we actually should be enjoying life, even our own failures. I've come to realize that as long as you have health, everything can come and go. Uh, it, I agree it, with yeah, you. As long really, as you have family and loved ones and, exactly. and really good friends, you know, and your health. And I mean, pretty much life is... Uh, as best as it could be. It's, it, yep. it's as good as it's going to get. You have to appreciate that. That's right. Hopefully a lot of people out there do learn that on this New Year's, and especially with this uh, rotten year of 2020 that we had where we do uh, all together have suffered uh, losses, uh, having to do without uh, uh, nothing that is normal to our daily living. So hopefully everybody out there can be a little bit more appreciative. Now, your New Year's resolution is uh, different than mine, but in a way, it's kind of the same. I, I'm just not going to be a jackass, and you're going to be a little <laughs> bit more positive. So I think Toscano and Chang are pretty much in the same boat right there. One guy, you know, I want to be We more are the yin and the yang, my buddy. That's right. That's right. We are the yin and the chang. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> I, I agree with you right there. So 
you know, before the break, I mentioned to you guys that we're going to be talking about some of the years, New Year's traditions that involve food around the world. And so yes. that's what I wanted to talk to you about. So in Spain, let's get the country of Spain and, and a big shout out to all of our listeners from Spain. And also, if we get one of these wrong, please go ahead and let us know through our Facebook page the correct uh, way you guys celebrate your New Year's. Uh, this is all according to the Old Farmer's Almanac. Uh, they say that people attempt to eat 12 grapes during the 12 strokes of midnight. So really? every stroke of midnight, and, and I'm looking at your face, <laughs> and I know it's coming. Watch it now. 12 strokes, and you get off. Scott free. I know it's coming. Here we go. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Now, the only thing, the only thing I'm going to stroke 12 times on New Year's Eve is your ego. <laughs> I will only stroke my beautiful your hair. Your hair, your hair. I knew it. Ego. That's right. I mean, Toscano. Many a times, I walk by a mirror or a window and I say, "Wow, you have terrific hair." And I realize I'm talking to myself. Well, let me tell you why they do this. Because tradition says that if they succeed before the chimes stop, they will have okay. good luck for all twelve months of the coming year. Now, could I drink twelve shots of wine as opposed to eating grapes? The one thing about grapes, I don't like the skin texture as you chew it in your mouth. It, it kind of feels like a, a booger of some kind. <laughs> How about the strokes of midnight? Can you do that? Twelve strokes. <laughs> I could I could stroke twelve times before midnight. In uh, the southern U.S., black-eyed peas and pork foretells good fortune. Ah, that's a good band uh, right there. Yeah, the black-eyed black peas, peas yeah. The yeah. in that group. <laughs> that's right. In Scotland, where... Hogmanay, I don't know if I said that right, probably not. It's probably Hogmanay is celebrated. Hogmanay. Scots also hold bonfire ceremonies where people okay. parade while swinging giant fireballs on poles. Wow. Now that is <laughs> that is a holiday I would like to participate in. That is in. a celebration. Yes, because I would love to get in there and swing my own ball. and uh, have It's got to be on fire, my friend. Oh well, yeah, that's no problem. If I can twelve, if I can go twelve strokes before the stroke of midnight, yeah, then I can put fire on my ball and swing it around just like everybody else. You gotta. It says they're swinging giant fireballs on poles. Oh, there that's you go. That's a good whiskey too. If you're from Scotland, let us know if that's right, because that sounds like something Chang would do at home in his private time. Well, you know, I would I would do that after maybe twelve shots of fireball, a cinnamon whiskey that uh, is made out here in the states, which is delicious. <laughs> Eating any ring-shaped treat, such as a donut, symbolizes coming full circle and leads to mm -hmm. good fortune. In Dutch homes, fritters called olibolen are served. So in, in uh, Holland, they eat things such as uh, olibolen, and uh, Oli I guess bolen. they're the equivalent of a donut. It symbolizes Oli coming full circle. Olibolen, Batman. That's almost like a donut. Take it easy, boy wonder. It's not a donut because there's no... Hole in the soul. The Irish enjoy pastries called bannocks. 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 Or bannocks. That, that sounds something like a, a medication you would take, like Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in India and Pakistan, uh, rice promises prosperity. Mm. So I guess they eat rice. Is that why they throw it at weddings? Probably. And, of <laughs> course, in Israel, apples dipped in honey are a Rosh Hashanah's mm tradition now there's nothing like dipping things in honey as a tradition as a matter of fact 
I like to dip uh, a couple of things in honey. Really? And uh, like, yeah, like a, like a tea bag. Uh, I like to tea bag uh, donuts and and uh, tea bag them into uh, some warm honey. I don't know if anybody out there has tried that, but uh, that's kind of tasty. In uh, <laughs> in Switzerland. In Swiss homes, dollops of whipped cream, symbolizing the richness of the year to come, are dropped on the floor and allowed to remain there. Now, that's weird. Really? That's weird because I think the only time whipped cream would end up on the floor is if your dog uh, jumps up and knocks your pie plate on the floor and there's whipped cream, or your lover is trying to slide away from you on the floor covered in whipped cream. Ah. But that's me. Now, now having drinks, although the pop of a champagne cork signals the arrival of the new year around the world, okay. other countries have their own beverage-based traditions. For example, spiced hot pint in the Scottish version of Wassail. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, the Scots drink uh, to each other's prosperity and also offered mm-hmm. this warm drink to neighbors along with a small gift. So maybe kind of like a, like a cider, maybe something similar. Mm. Uh, in Holland, Does it have alcohol in it? Do you know? I, it doesn't say. It, well, a hot pint, so maybe hot beer. It could be. I yeah, don't know. Sounds kind of gross. In Holland, toasts are made with hot spiced wine. Mm, now, now, now I've never had wine that's uh, hot nor spiced. Neither have I, and uh, you know, I served with uh, quite a many uh, priests. They never dove into that one. <laughs> you know, I've always heard it was the blood of Christ. On with the next one. In Spain, cava, which is a sparkling white wine, is often served to guests mm. for making toasts. Mm, cava. 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 But anyway, there's a lot of traditions that uh, they celebrate around the world. If you have a special tradition that you celebrate it in a different way, uh, whether it be eating something that's uh, you know out of the norm, uh, besides grapes and things like that, or some people, I know that what they do is they don't wear underwear, or some people wear a certain color of underwear, to right, right, to right, bring right. in the new year, that I don't get at all. I like to cut out the crotch area in my underwear every New Year's and wear those. I just mm, feel that's, fresh. I don't know about that one. That's a horrifying picture for myself. But uh, on New Year's Eve, some of the New Year's folklore, uh, which are customs and beliefs that are simply passed down through the generations, on New Year's Eve, kiss the person you hope to keep kissing. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, that kind of makes sense. That means that. Uh, Hopefully the person you're kissing is the one that you are truly in love with and you're going to love them forever. So that is, uh, uh, I guess, a positive outlook uh, on that day where you're celebrating, I love this person, I'm going to kiss them, and I'll kiss them forever. Right, right. Uh, For abundance in the new year, fill your pockets and cupboards today. Asking the 80s fans, what was your favorite way to bring in the new year? And not only that. I guess you would say the number one thing people are looking forward to in the new year is making those New Year's resolutions. Now, you mentioned previously regarding the New Year's resolutions, what has been your wildest New Year's resolution that you were able to keep? Do you remember any? I'll go back to 1983. My New Year's resolution was I will stop smoking marijuana, uh, drinking heavily, and chasing fast women. So let's turn it around. So what was the New Year's resolutions that you were able to keep? Uh, the New Year's resolution that I did keep is I vowed that I would uh, maintain a six-pack abdomen with a tight core uh, for the rest of my life. And really? I'm happy to say, yeah, so far maybe I've got about a five-and-a-half-pack and I'm 55 now. <laughs> so I've kept, uh, kept that one going because a tight core 
is everything in uh, this day in life, brother. On that note, back to the 80s. We'll be right back. There's more madness to continue. Commercials, bad. Music, good. Now, with zero commercials. Please help support and send your donation today. We are going back to the 80s. This is Back to the 80s. Toscano from Toscano and Chang. All right, jumping into a different subject because every single year produces new news. And some of the new news is kind of weird. And back in the 80s, every year that uh, people celebrated brought in some weird news. And when 1979 turned into 1980, people had no idea, especially female students at Southern California University. They had no idea that someone had painted their toenails as they were studying in the library. This weird news, this happened in March in 1980. They caught the guy, I guess they, they called him Leonardo da Toenail. And this guy would go around, hide under desks in libraries where girls were studying, and he would paint their toenails. Now, I don't know how far the toenail painting would go, but uh, the police hadn't caught him in the act, but the man was eventually apprehended carrying 15 bottles of fingernail polish. So that's one one bit of weird news that happened in 1980. Yeah, so that's a, that's a nice way to kick off 1980. Do you remember where you were at in uh, that New Year's of 1980? I have no recollection because I was only eight years old. So, <laughs> Wow, eight yeah. years old. I was eight years old, man, in 1980. That is something. i got to write that down. Right I can there. tell you that when I turned 10, though, in January of 1982, I turned well, I turned 10 the following month, but something else happened weird in the world of music, especially and specifically in the world of metal. Because during an Ozzy Osbourne concert in Des Moines, Iowa, A fan tossed a live bat onto the stage, and Ozzy Osbourne proceeded to bite its head off. Yes. Ozzy Osbourne, of course, later claimed that he thought it had been a toy bat when he put it in his mouth as, you know, as a precaution. Uh, Osbourne was subsequently given a series of shots for rabies, and of course, he was negative. I had no idea that that happened. Did you know that? Were you there? No, I was not there, but I was going to bring that up later on in the show. I'm glad you did bring it up. But you got to, you know, for the Oz, man, he probably did think it was uh, fake because, man, he was pretty whacked out back in the 80s. You know, he was doing more blow than than uh, anybody could uh, sneak in in, in uh, a balloon up someone's butt. Uh, he was part, you know, and then when, when you're a performer, Tiscani, you're up there, the adrenaline's going on, you're feeding off the energy of the right. crowd. Yeah. You're, you're pretty much freaking hammered, you're loaded. You're just going to go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you're just going to go just to get the reaction. So that was uh, unfortunate for the Oz man that he had to take some shots in the stomach, you know, to uh, rid him of a possible getting some rabies in there. But uh, I remember when he did that. I, after that, everything he did was pretty much catastrophic to a lot of people. And, and you know, they blame, oh, you're the devil's child. And right. A lot right. of negativity uh, came to Ozzy Osbourne back in the 80s. Yep. <laughs> that was just one of them, brother. Well, and another one of the negative things that happened in 1984. Now, we're going year by year. Different. We're jumping around the different years because this is all weird news for the new year. Who knows what 2021 is going to bring us that's weird. In May of 1984, and check this out. You're going to like this one. This has to do with the Pope. Pope John Paul II. After being brought forward in a wheelchair to receive a blessing from the Pope, Jan Laverick was wheeled back, at which point he promptly stood up, folded his chair, and carried it away. So obviously, people said, it's a miracle. 
Unfortunately, Laverick, the guy in the wheelchair, later explained that it wasn't a miracle. He was fully able-bodied. He was just sitting down in the wheelchair because it was the only seat left in the Vatican's audience chamber. Really? Yeah, how do you like that? Everybody thought he was uh, a cripple and that after seeing the Pope, he got up and folded his chair and left. But it wasn't that at all. It was just that it was too crowded. The only seat left was a wheelchair and the guy sat in the wheelchair. You, you know what's funny? That remind me. I've seen that happen uh, at a Dodger game. I forget what year it was, but the guy was faking. Uh, he, you know, he went in his wheelchair and he had his buddy pushing him around. They had a really good spot to sit. And I remember uh, something happened in the game and he stood up. <laughs> and the guys came in there and removed him and everybody was booing him and he was waving at everybody. And one guy was carrying the wheelchair out. It was it was insane. It was it was hilarious. You know, these some of these things sound like they're from the National Enquirer. Yes. In February of nineteen eighty five, you're gonna really like this one. In February of nineteen eighty five, Soviet production of a live action film about Bambi. The Russian film agency got together. They're they're filming the live action film Bambi. Right? Mm-hmm. We're okay. We like that. That sounds kind of nice. Yeah. But the production had to be halted when three of the deer who were playing Bambi and his friends disappeared. It turned out that they had been stolen, then butchered and served as the main course at a birthday celebration. And the culprits, the culprits were sent to a labor camp as punishment for their crime. It turned out that they were. Some Russians that were drunk on set stole the deer, killed them, and cooked them. <laughs> that was February 1985. So all kinds of weird news. If you just joined us and wondering what the heck is going on, we're talking about some of the weird things that happened every single year in the 80s. As a welcoming mm-hmm. in for as a welcoming in of 2021, we're just waiting to see what weird news we're going to be struck with. January of 1982, everyone's beloved. Uh... Brian Gumbel became the co-host to NBC's Today Show in 1982. Really? January, yes. There's something you don't hear every day. Brian Gumbel? (laughs) In July 1987. You remember there was a company called E.F. Hutton? Yes. Okay, well, when they were faced with major losses and a fraud scandal, E.F. Hutton sent to all of its employees coloring books with crayons as a way of discussing the problems faced by the firm. Really? Yeah, so the the book included cute drawings of houses, race cars, and children, while warning employees that they all had to work harder because we're no longer the nicest house on the block. Wow. <laughs> and that, that is... are some of those weird things that happened in the 80s. We're going to take yeah. a quick break. When we come back, we've got Changri's and a little more of Toscano and Chang. Back to the 80s. Ever wish you could go back to the 80s with the crazy clothes and those wacky hairdos? Well, let Toscano and Chang transport you back in time, back to the 80s. Oh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the show where we talk about what made us angry back in the 80s. And in honor of the most wondrous and illustrious Chang, we now call them Changries. So Chang, what made you Changry in the 1980s? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you know the number one thing that made me Changry back in New Year's Eve of the 1980s? Passing out before the celebration. <laughs> That'll get you Changry, yep. 
You know what got me angry back in uh, New Year's of the 80s? What's that? The incredible stench of Aquanet in any room. Oh, uh, that was an aphrodisiac to the Chang. I could smell uh, Aquanet from a mile away, and I would run and hug and caress the first thing with big hair. Many times it was guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was always a Changri. That's uh, that's my second Changri. Hugging Aquanet smelling things. Ooh. They turned up men. Ooh. You know what made me Changri back in the 80s during New Year's? People that came up with a cover charge to get back into the same party that you were already in. <laughs> you know what got me Changri back in the 80s? As What's a that? kid... Always watching Dick Clark do the drop of the ball. I uh, said, don't they have somebody else to do this? Well, you have to remember Dick Clark had such smooth hair that you could drop the ball on his head. You know what got me changed back in the uh, 80s during New Year's Eve? What is that? Picking up drunk chicks. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of car did you drive in when you did that? Oh, I had a I had a 74 Nova. Oh. Not nice. Ooh, what color was not. it? It was uh, yellow, kind of like a, a lake between a liquor <laughs> yellow and a canary yellow. Very nice. Very, very mm-hmm. nice. Yes, we had a, a 1984 Ford Escort khaki color. Ooh. It was beautiful. Now, I remember uh, me and my buddy, uh, Rainey, who has passed on, we used to borrow my sister's uh, Ford Maverick during the 80s to go down to Hollywood and cruise Sunset and uh, Hollywood Boulevard. Now, we would go and uh, we would take put these uh, hubcaps on there that looked like they were rims, you know, chromed out things. <laughs> we, we would take the old uh, Maverick caps off, pop these things on the gas station. Uh, we would get an Iron Maiden banner and we would pin that to the, uh, the uh, what you would call it, the uh, top of the car the headliner and then it would uh, droop all the way back down to where you could see Eddie's face in the back window uh, he would get his uh, <laughs> he would get his ghetto blaster this thing was huge bro we would put it in the back seat cover that with a black sabbath heaven and hell banner wrap that up and we would just cruise to Hollywood and, you know uh, if people would trip out because it was a Maverick, but I mean, to them, it had custom rims nice. on it. You know what's funny? You know, I think I may have seen something like that back in the <laughs> 80s when I was a kid, and, and oh, I, man, I would dude. just look at him going, wow, those guys are crazy. We I, went I probably, I probably we, saw we, you. You We used to go to golf and stuff. We used to go to La Puente. Oh. We went everywhere. Hollywood, I, I, that, I, you, you know what? Him. I must have seen you. You must have. I mean... I mean, we used to cruise down Whittier Boulevard, me and my buddy Ramey, man, and my buddy Mike Hadner, and we would roll around in the Maverick and, you know, pick up kicks, cranky metal. My buddy would be sitting in the back rolling up spliffs like nobody's business, and, you know, you could uh, you could be standing outside on the street, and when we rolled by, you would swear to God we had the best system in the whole entire world in that car, but it was my buddy's ghetto blaster who had, a, uh, you know, had an equalizer. Yeah, yeah. You know, we were able to play a dual cassette, so... I mean, we're rocking and rolling, bro. Rocking and rolling, Very nice. And that, ladies and gentlemen, has been this week's Changries. You know what got me, Changri? The way the music ended abruptly. (laughs) Yeah, do you like that? (laughs) (laughs) You know what gets me, Changri? What? When the music ends abruptly.
if you have if you have something that made you angry back in the 80s and you'd like to share it here with Toscano and Chang at Back to the 80s, go ahead and leave us a direct message on our Facebook page and we'd be more than glad and happy to mention your Changri here on the air on one of our shows. Here every single Friday, Toscano and Chang sharing some madness, some skits, some laughs, and some fun. I would love to do a, a Changri session where we only read off Changris from our listeners. I think that's a great idea. I think uh, we're going to be, be... That would be... We could call it a gang Changri. You know, <laughs> we're going to be posting <laughs> that probably on our Facebook page and having yeah. just people leave us a bunch of Changris, things that made you <laughs> angry back in the 80s. And uh, before the break, we did mention that we we're going to continue talking about the 1980s and things that we did to celebrate the coming of the new year. Um, you know, Chang, I'm really looking forward to 2021 because I'm looking forward to the possibilities of having all this thing behind us, man. Um, yeah. I heard something that bothered me today from uh, some of the doctors that are studying this whole COVID thing. And it was the fact that they asked, when do you think we might be able to return to normality? even after the vaccines and all that. And they said, well, possibly if everybody does what they're supposed to do and has their vaccines, possibly by the fall of 2021, nobody's going to do what they're supposed to do, first of all. And nobody's going to completely take all the vaccinations for whatever the reasons right. are. So what does that mean? Is that, does that mean that we're going to be stuck with this for five, 10 years? Because uh, you know, nobody wants to live with masks all their life. No, you're right. Who would have thought? Uh, who would have thought back in the eighties that one day we're all going to be walking around like if it was the early nineteen hundreds when the the plagues were hitting, you know, the Spanish flu and everybody with a mask? Who would have thought that a such a technologically advanced generation like ours is going to be suffering this way? Just millions of people dying everywhere. I don't think uh, any of us ever imagined that this was going to happen. Uh, you know, but uh, as we've uh, been stricken with other tragic diseases before, deadly diseases before, it took an amount of time for uh, the medical professionals to come up with vaccines to not rid us of it, but uh, slow it down. So I think all we can really do, my brother, is uh, if you're a man of faith or a person of faith, pray. Uh, do what you're supposed to do. You know, it's going to be a matter of time that this is going to get worse before it gets better, just like everything else, that usually does happen. Maybe by the uh, will of God and the grace of mankind, uh, everybody's going to be a little bit tired and, and tired of being stupid and not taking this thing seriously to where maybe some of the uh, losses and devastating actions of it will set in people's minds and then maybe to start doing things to where we could control this and have compassion and care for others. Yeah. You have to pray for that, brother, because if not... You'll just be miserable, and, and who wants to be miserable? It's already miserable being locked down, you yeah, know? Yeah. Keeping your mind uh, locked down in misery is uh, a double shot in the arm because you're locked up with, uh, with uh, not a lot of uh, chance to go out there into the free world and, and socialize. So. Yeah, because you know what? This makes you feel like you're imprisoned, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, yeah, I'm not uh, comparing. Granted, everybody that's listening, I'm not comparing this to prison. I'm saying no, it's like marriage. This, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that this makes you feel imprisoned. Yes, you know, it does. Uh, in a certain way, you're locked up in a different a different manner. You feel like uh, just a certain part of your life is gone, and it's, yes. it sucks. 
That's why, you know, that's why we started the program. That's why the nostalgia of so many people and so many 80s fans just wishing they could go back uh, because we just can't believe what's, what's happening. Yeah. And it's hard to cope, man. It's hard to cope. Being locked up indoors is a lot like being locked up in your own thoughts. You know, you uh, can put a smile on your face and go about your day and do whatever you have to do your regiment. But uh, if there's things weighing on your mind, you never get it. You never really escape that. You know, you uh, can put it uh, on on pause for a few, but then when you go home, you're locked right back in your own mind. Yeah. And being in this COVID lockdown, it's very similar because, you know, there is no uh, very little human touch, very little uh, interaction with another human being. Uh, you're You're kind of locked into your own dwelling. Uh, your own surroundings, so you really don't have another release to relieve yourself of the depression, the worry, the ang- anxiousness, the anxiety. Yeah. And if you have one that uh, has a lot of things on their mind, this even is in, in a higher magnitude because you could be suffering from depression, have all kinds of bad things on your mind previously, and then you have no other way to relieve yourself because you're locked in at home because of a virus. Yeah, and you know what yeah. I was I was thinking? It's even more damaging because even if you can go outside, there's not much you can do. Just the fact that no. it's not like it was at one point before 2020 drives anybody insane. Even I think the, the most sane person is now starting to question their own sanity. They're starting to question uh, humanity. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all need each other. You know, it doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, independent or whatever it is you are. We all need each other. Uh, and, yes. you know, we need our differences of opinion, but w- but we need the closeness of each other. We need to know that somebody else is there. We need to talk to other people. We need to have the social interaction that we once did. You know, that's why we're doing this program, to get a little bit out of that mental state that has us trapped. And sure, you, you'll go back once the program's over. But you know what? You know, we'll be here every single Friday to to try to relieve that a little, help you relieve some of that stress and depression that has you down. Because you know what? We're all in this together. It's you and me and everybody who's listening to the tone of my voice who's suffering in, in a different way. So let's keep each other company. You know, why don't we all together come together as friends, 80s fans, but even more than that, as our fellow men. And keep each other company, lift lift each other up because we need it. So, uh, you know, Toscano and Chang, we're, he, we're here for you guys. Everybody out there, uh, we hope that we are making you feel a lot better than you did before you click uh, play. Together, uh, all of us could get through this. Uh, I know we can, but we have to remember we have to unite. We have to have care and compassion for each other for us to overcome this. You have to think and, and put uh, others' needs in front of your own. Get rid of that narcissistic kind of... Uh, tempo kind of uh, style that we see here in the States. And, uh, you know, just look forward to tomorrow as best as you can. Continue to have the best holiday that you can possibly have. Keep a smile on your face. Remember to hit us at all our social media spots. Leave a a message. Leave us a a story. uh, Ask us for some music. Whatever you need to do to relieve yourself, Remember, you got Toscano and Chang and back to the 80s to do that. On behalf of Toscano, I want to wish you the greatest new year. Let's make this 2021 so different that 2020 will fall back into the twilight zone. God bless you guys. Thanks for making Back to the 80s what it is. And I'm looking forward to what it'll become all together with you guys. We'll see you next year. 
and see you next Friday. Chang here before I release you to another glorious Changtastic weekend. I want to wish you all a very happy new year. Remember, don't drink and drive. Uh, don't give up. Uh, don't, don't, don't sit by yourself and, and, and be depressed. Uh, go out and take a walk. Put our show back on. Listen to all our previous shows. Call somebody up that uh, you love and you miss. It'll make you laugh. And go out there and just be the best that you can. And remember, we're going to start a new slogan in 2021, and that slogan is, I want to have fun in 2021. So until we meet again, I want to say I love you. We'll see you soon. Adios, arrivederci, hasta la vista. And to all my homies and homets in the barrio, orale. <laughs>